Hey there, and welcome to episode 20 of Wheel Snipe Selly. I'm Ryan, a.k.a. Macris the Tater Jaeger. And I'm Steven, also known as Sven Svechnikov. And today we're joined by our very special, uh, very special musical guest, Lev Lebedev. How's it going, Lev? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me for episode 20 here. Yeah, big milestone for us. Yeah, I don't know if we've done anything 20 times. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty impressive, honestly. <laughs> so, we're getting close to half a year. God. What Which does that say I don't know is a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I am especially happy about this episode because off season has been rough on the bank. Yeah. <laughs> Get that double draft media. Also, although it hasn't even been off season for like more than a few days, right? Yeah, for us. For us. That's true. All right, well, I mean, what do we want to start with today, guys? I guess we, uh, should... we could probably recap the playoffs. Yeah, I got some housekeeping to get out of the way before we dive into the main event. Do it. All right, so uh, in a tragic 4-2 defeat, uh, Newfoundland did beat Vancouver. Um, I mean, what can we say? They uh, they needed it, and they needed that win. Yeah, it was obvious that so much of their identity was like, based on beating the Whalers that we just decided to let them have it, you know, being the bigger men and everything. Yeah, and it only cost me $15 in that, uh, that bet we made, so if we <laughs> won, it could have been a lot more. Yeah. Shame on them. Could've I saved. think it was good to. It's probably good to give them this this season, since you know they're not going to have a chance next season. Yeah. That's how generous we are. <laughs> the the generous whalers. Um. The whale nash giveth, and the whale nash taketh away. Hopefully, we take it pretty hard. Or I mean, <laughs> wait. Take, take. Take it away pretty hard. <laughs> All right, we're just going to pretend like that didn't happen. See, in, in good <laughs> podcasts, we'd edit that out. In Wheel Snipes LE, we just let it roll so that people can make fun of it. It's weird how it's always you. <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> so, last time we Anchorage had already beat Quebec City by the time we recorded, but that happened. Yeah. So then, uh, obviously, unless you've been living under a rock, Newfoundland did beat Anchorage 4-2. Um, I, I was worried when it was 2-2, not gonna lie. Yeah, can we uh, just appreciate the fact that Anchorage has made it to the finals four years in a row now and lost three times in a row? I think it's fantastic. <laughs> in fact, I hope both that... are bad. I hope we see them in the finals next year because that would just be such a great season. Anchorage losing five years in a row and then us winning the cup. Oof. 
I can I can dream of a better scenario. Hell yeah. <laughs> they did put up a fight though. So. Also, we could point out that uh, the last couple seasons we have uh, always lost to the winning team. Yeah, it, it definitely it takes the sting out of it just a little bit. It still doesn't feel good, but you at least you know that you lost to the best team. Right, and we didn't get swept either season, so. Yeah. No, I I have no shame or regrets about how we finished our season. We were always building towards a cup next season, so we almost had a bonus run. I think it was a a good warm-up season for us. Yeah. Got some Especially... good experience in for the rookies. Got them a little taste of playoffs. Plus, it was Dex's first season as the GM. I think it was good for them to... Uh... Yeah, both Dex and Koopa. Exactly, yeah. So, they did a hell of a job running the team. Um, Would have been better if Koopa got fined, but, you know, what can you do? Can't have it all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to the SHL playoffs. Uh, I'm not going to lie, I wrote this one off, and then was wrong so uh so buffalo does take it in a 4-3 game seven decider but the thing that shocked me was it was 3-1 before that like i yeah i pretty much was like oh this is over i don't even need to watch the sims anymore (laughs) yeah i i expected buffalo to take it easily and then it looked like they were gonna lose and i thought i was an idiot but then they still took it. So I was only kind of an idiot. I think I called this a five-game series, honestly. So that's why I was just like, ah, it's going it's going five games all right, but the way I didn't think it was going to go. That's heartbreaking for Chicago, though. They really bought in hard this season. And then to be so close, have three chances to knock it away and still fall short, that's like the worst way that you can lose i mean i really empathize with them being a tsm fan that's just kind of how you always <laughs> yeah i gotta say i didn't pay too much attention to the shl this past season i think it's hard to when you're playing for the jays and new to the site but i am a fan of a reverse sweep and anytime you have a finals that goes to uh every every game is just exciting no matter what team you're rooting for yeah the hard part is is i know chicago really bought in this season and i don't know how much of it they'll be able to keep so this might have been their shot and to be one game away it's just crushing man yeah that's got to be gut-wrenching But, I mean, they are a Great Lakes team, so I'm sure we'll see them back. Yeah, I'm sure they'll figure something out. I'm sure they can get Poroshenko out there again, just hitting people left and right. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I am upset about 
is having to see the forums in all green again. Have you guys? That uh, is the worst. Have you peeked the banners at all yet? I haven't. They're up right now. The bu- the buffalo one is surprisingly bright. Oh yeah. With a lot of animals. A lot of animals, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I don't mind. Uh, I'm pretty okay with this. Style's not really my forte, but I can appreciate the effort that went into it. I'm guessing there's a rotation for the Newfoundland one, too? Or is that one not up yet? Uh, I've refreshed quite a few times, and I haven't seen it. Yeah, I've only seen this one, so... Okay. That's fair enough. We don't really need to talk about Newfoundland anyways. I, I'm sure they thought that Vancouver was going to win, so they had a Vancouver banner <laughs> made up, and then they had to scrap <laughs> it at the last minute. Uh, save it for next season, guys! Yeah. All you have to do is put a 1 in place of the 0. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> No, we we have a lot of friends on Newfoundland, so I'm glad that they were able to get their cup this season because this was definitely their window. Um, so congrats to Newfoundland, congrats to Buffalo. You guys definitely deserved it this season. I second that. Yeah. I was, like, going to try and say something insightful, but then I said, yeah, so... <laughs> Um, and then we also just had the SHL entry draft this weekend. Um, it was a pretty eventful draft. Uh, how did you guys' mocks do? Uh, slightly worse than yours because you changed it at the last second, and I think you got two more out of it than I did. Really? I I didn't know if either of them were better or worse i thought they were both kind of equally bad (laughs) i think i got six correct picks and i think you got eight hell yeah uh there was definitely a couple of curveballs thrown in there um i think just about everyone got the first five right and then outside of that everything just kind of went all over the place yeah i was looking really good on edmonton's pick and then they traded it away and i was like damn it i'm gonna get our pick wrong because we traded it (laughs) like we all knew who we were picking well i can't say we all knew but i feel like it was known who edmonton was looking at and they still got them they just got them around later round yeah which at that point I was like, I mean that's probably my uh, biggest like what the hell moment of the draft actually, but yeah, stuff like that either makes you it makes you wonder whether Edmonton got a steal or whether they were reaching initially. I'm biased, so I'm gonna say they got a steal, but I think an equal. Um, argument could be made for the other other side there yeah i just i don't know i guess anytime you have someone 
that you're willing to pick 12th that you get, what, 20-something? You're pretty happy about it. For sure. Um, so what was the, the big surprise of the draft for you? Or was there one? Um, I don't know if there was necessarily any, like, major shocker. I, I might be a little biased just because, uh, you know, the robot sunfish blew up mocks back in our day, so... That was just like a shocker. And so now everything's kind of just like, well, I mean, it's not the robot sunfish shocker. <laughs> Personally, I was really surprised that Landon Fisherman dropped so far. Um, I saw a lot of mocks putting him inside the top five or just outside of it. And then he dropped to 10th, which isn't a huge drop, but it kind of is. I'd say I'm uh, pretty surprised to see Connor Tanner go to NOLA. Yeah. That was that was weird. I kind of wonder what discussions were had about that, like, behind closed doors. Like, I mean, we knew as Edmonton that we weren't necessarily getting Keegan when we didn't pick him in our second round, right? Like, unless literally no one wanted him, but... Right, we had two opportunities to take him before Nola did, so... Yeah, I think we were really hoping that he would be there in the third, but I was kind of surprised that Nola took him. Yeah, I mean, part of me wonders if they took him just to keep him off of... Edmonton, because I mean, realistically, he could have been a total freebie. Like, yeah, yeah. There's the the chance that they're just kind of hoping to harvest him for future picks. Mm-hmm. That's kind of one of the things I thought, because like, like we had some pretty uh, direct intentions going into this draft, right? So like, we definitely wanted certain things, and we ended up getting pretty much what we wanted. And if Keegan happened to fall to us, then that was just that much better. Yeah. But then there's always the the question that you have to ask where, like, not just Keegan, but any GM that has been a GM of a team for a long time, you have to wonder if they want to check out other teams. Yeah, because you never really know if the grass is greener if you've been on the same grass for twenty seasons. Yeah, and that's kind of why I was like, I wonder if there was discussion, like if Keegan was like, guys, don't prioritize me, like do what you got to do, you know, or if people were like, hey, look, we're we're just we have to make these decisions, you know, I I trust Boom and Soda to, you know, have made choices for the best. For Edmonton, even if it wasn't necessarily the best for, like, specifically Hegan. Yeah. And speaking of Boom and Soda, um, just hop right into 
Edmonton's newest GM squad. Uh, so Boom is the head GM and Minnesota Fine uh, got the co-GM spot. This happened like three days before the draft, I think. So they really didn't have much time to actually formulate a draft plan. Yeah. I think I think they had a good draft even without that, but with that considered, it turns into a really good draft. Can we can we talk about the fact that this draft was like just kind of out of the blue? Like first off, I was blo- like shocked that it was even this weekend and not next weekend. And also that there were only like two days to submit a mock for it because of how <laughs> kind of rushed it was. Yeah, it it definitely seemed like there was a, a little bit of poor planning. Um, makes no difference to me because I have no life, but um, there were definitely some people that missed out on even making a mock and were kind of mad about it. Just completely understandable. Yeah, I just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that it's it fits the time frame pretty well. But just based on our episodes, the appropriate time to do the draft would have been next week. Because that would be the first episode of our third season. Which has always, we started on drafts. Yeah, I know they're making a conscious effort to kind of shrink seasons because uh, the time of a an entire season counting off season has become a little bit bloated. Yeah, I mean, I think um, 10 weeks of a season seems pretty long, especially if only four of those are playing hockey. Yeah. And then three of them are playoffs. Because yeah. it definitely snuck up on me too. This was my long week at work, so I kind of had to like rush through my mock. Um, but I think last season's draft also came pretty late, and so I, being my first season last season, I was just ex- I thought that was the norm. So it, it really took me it, by surprise how it was. <laughs> um, yeah, I do feel like last season off season really dragged so i don't know i i feel like they tried to avoid that this season and it's kind of a damned if you do damned if you don't kind of thing yeah i mean i'm not going to be upset if they if off season is shorter and there's more hockey literally like that just means more hockey and i mean that's like 20% of the reason i'm here is for the hockey so <laughs> yep I mean, like 50% of the reason I'm here is to talk about the hockey. (laughs) I know now that I've been a little bit more involved with the GM side of things, I can definitely appreciate the work that people do in the offseason. So while it can be boring for people that don't have any sort of site job, 
there's a lot of things that need to be done in off season to make sure that the next season runs smoothly. So as long as they don't get to a point where off season is so short that you like burning these people out, then it, I don't know. It'll it'll be a good thing if they can find that balance. Yeah, and as someone that has a site job that tends to be more active in the off season, I uh, don't mind having some extra time. Yeah. I'm, just really happy that neither Baltimore or Buffalo really made any pickups in this draft, so <laughs> I'm just renewing contracts. So real quick, can I ask you guys, I'm going to ask you guys a question. And Do it. It's mostly just because it's my biggest curiosity. Uh, is Tom in a GM? Tommen? I am not sure. I don't know who Tommen is. Uh, I mean, I know he's pretty big in the site and does a lot of things and is in the discords and is one of the richest people. Uh, yeah, he is. It looks like he's the GM of Buffalo. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or maybe co-GM? Yeah, I think he's co-GM. Alright, uh, that narrows it down. I just saw the he went 40th in the draft and I wasn't and he went first overall in the rookie draft or in the yeah for the Jays and then he went oh yeah I think he was an auto pick yeah he went second I round I think that was I think that was Buffalo's first available pick mm -hmm. yeah I think so after reading the draft rules I know that if you have a co-GM you have to pick them in the second round. Yep. And if you don't have a pick in the second round, you have to get one. <laughs> Nothing like getting that 40th pick. Yeah, that was the unique thing about this draft is there were a lot of GMs in this draft, so a lot of the second round is auto picks. Okay. I was just making sure to see if you guys knew. I didn't bother to put any effort in myself i'm just looking at a spreadsheet <laughs> but i was just like man to go we from know. first to 40th <laughs> also neither of us knew the answer and had it within like 10 seconds yeah, wow. <laughs> way to go ryan did you just search his name on the site is that what you did i just scrolled down to the yeah. list of teams and it has the gms underneath and i just stopped until i found tom and <laughs> wow it's even easier than putting almost no effort in. Yep. But hey, I got you guys to scroll. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at that, Tommen, right there, under Buffalo. Yeah, it helps that Buffalo's like the third team. Yeah. Easy. Um, I was pretty happy with how all of the Vancouver rookies did, too. Um, we had quite a few in the first round when going six overall, um, Landon going 10th overall. Hell yeah. Um, we had Krustis going at 21st, first pick of the second round. Uh, Keegan went 
uh, 36 overall. And then possibly the best pick is Barry B. Benson at pick number 69. Nice. <laughs> nice. I got to say, I think Barry went out the draft. For sure. Oh, yeah. I I was really hoping that people were passing just to get him at 69 because mm-hmm. I think any other reason and he's like criminally underrated there because he joined late he was an undrafted free agent so his tpe is lower than everyone else's but he's been earning pretty good yeah i think he's got a solid build like there's no reason to let him drop that far really he's pretty active in discord he he's pretty active on twitter um yeah, who can I, not appreciate his money posts? Right. <laughs> uh, I do know he has missed a couple of things, which isn't, you know, a huge deal. He definitely knew that he was going to go lower in the draft because of that. Um, but just watching his reaction during the draft was hilarious of just being like, <laughs> I know I'm going to go low, but hopefully not too low. And then, like, after the third round, he's like, all right, if I go 69th, I'm going to be really happy. And then <laughs> it happened, and oh, I think it just yeah. made his day. Forever goaded. Yep. <laughs> and then uh, we got Wing Wang going at pick number 102. Um, I think if you just looked at the numbers, this would be really surprising. Wing Wang has also been earning pretty well. He played a really solid season for Nevada. Um, but he did tell all of the GMs before the draft to not pick him because he is aiming on becoming a, a Jays lifer. Um, really? Which is fine. Like, There's plenty of people that have done that in the past. Some people really like the Jays rotation. And it's completely understandable because it's basically just the SHL, but a lot shorter. So um, if you're a, a Jays lifer, do you just play like four seasons and then retire? Yeah, five. Yeah, five. Okay. Yep, you've got five seasons of Jays eligibility. Um. So this pick really costs the Rage nothing. Um. Mm-hmm. They pick him last. Maybe they can entice him up to the big leagues, you know, give him a taste of their locker room and stuff. If not, you know, they shot their shot. Yeah, I actually. It's really not a big deal. I didn't even realize he got picked up. Like, after, honestly, after Barry got picked up, I just kind of assumed we were done and I wasn't even watching anymore. (laughs) No. Uh, Manhattan actually picked up two characters after him. Uh, they also picked up Sebastian Weiss at 83. Okay. Um, I'm not sure the story behind that pick, but I would I would guess that they're two very low risk picks for them. Yeah. Oh man, now that we're talking about the draft, I had almost forgotten about the biggest upset in the draft 
that the fact that I didn't get mentioned by the draft people. <laughs> by Sopath? Yeah. <laughs> when was, are you in a thunder donor? I was just sitting here like watching the the draft and like he was just like, Oh yeah, with uh Pasta and Sven and he even said Soda's player name, which like fuck that. <laughs> and I was like, Oh man, that's my class. And I'm like, I'm sure I'll get he'll save Acris. And then he just like didn't and I was like, Ouch. I'm the Jay's point leader. Like <laughs> No respect. See he was actually doing you a favor because if he mentions you on an international casting like the draft, someone's totally going to recognize you. Oh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure we'll touch on it later, but I've been in Germany recently, so. <laughs> yeah, so that was the the SHL entry draft. Um, it was a good draft. Um, I know we've got the the Jays expansion draft coming up next. I don't know exactly when that is. And then the Jays entry draft is this weekend. So to uh, talk about the... I'm going to talk about the expansion draft for just a second. So if I understand it correctly, they're going to do a draft with just, like, the GMs and then post it so that everyone sees who was drafted, right? It's not live. It's not, like, an event. I'm not sure. I think the the SHL expansion draft was just done on the forum, I believe. Okay. I was... Because I was trying to discern through our locker room drama that kind of happened there for a second I guess it wasn't even drama as much it was like just people having opinions yeah. and being a little unsure yeah it was just things. differing opinions I'd say there's a little discourse just vocalizing complaints but I yeah, thought I was being drama. funny like I thought I was being funny and then people were I'm like wow people are actually still talking about this like <laughs> uh the the whole protection scenario is a a rough one because it's almost like there isn't a an actual correct decision whether to make them private or public yeah you know i'm really i'm okay with the jays being private it's it's about building characters and like rookies are more are totally going to end up on unprotected lists or at least some of them like that's just the nature of the game you don't expose your you know i mean i guess it depends you may expose your 425 player if you aren't making a cup run right like yeah but you don't want to discourage a bunch of rookies because it's like oh i was exposed it's like yeah man but like not because we don't like you you know like yeah that's the hard part is it's really hard to not take something like that personally but it's also really hard to make that decision yeah like think... someone has to be exposed and it, no one wants to be so like 
the GM just has to make that decision, and that's how it is. Yeah. And I feel like if you're a player that's actually at risk of being taken, I I would hope that your GM, you know, kind of lets you know, hey, if you get taken, you know, I didn't want that, but I had to do what I had, you know. But it would definitely stink to just, like, log in one day and be on a different team, you know, like. <laughs> I think personally I wouldn't want to know. Because then if you don't get taken, then you just assume that you're protected the entire time. And if you do get taken, then that's just the way it is. Then you talk to the, your now former GM and just be like, hey, sucks to suck. Oh, no, I'm definitely, I'm going to Thunderdome this. I'm just going to assume <laughs> I was exposed the entire time. I'm gonna, oh, for sure. I'm going to Thunderdome my GM for uh, <laughs> Thunderdome decks for exposing me even if he didn't and I'm going to Thunderdome the expansion GMs for not taking me even if I wasn't exposed <laughs> <laughs> nobody wins uh, it, it's a rough situation to be in but you know it's it's just the way it is. Like, not there's nothing anyone, there's nothing that any of us can do about it now. Right. I mean, it sucks to miss the rules, but it's it's gonna happen. So, but... fact of the matter is, is that some teams have juicy inactives to dangle, and our team is fully active. So it's gonna suck no matter what, but. That's how it goes. Yeah. Um. So as far as Edmonton goes, we got a couple of pretty good picks in this last draft, right? Uh, I wasn't too disappointed. Yeah. Like you said, we got the, the person that we were looking at in the first. We got him in the second. And we traded down, so we picked up a first next season. And still got the guy we wanted. So, I mean, that's great right there. Um, then we got, let's see. Yeah. We got Rusty Ramau. Yeah. So, building up our, our goaltender of the future there. Um, I guess I should say that the person that we wanted in the first that we got in the second was, uh, Vincent Fox. Um, and it turns out that Edmonton is the place where he wanted to he wanted to go all along, so everyone won there. And then also in the second we got Dobby Hinskinen. And they've all been in the locker room already, all been active in the locker room. It's been great having them around. I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, I feel like this is the most active our locker room has been in uh, in a while. It seemed yeah, like it, it kind of died down there towards the end of the season, but it's nice to see everybody active again. Yeah, I feel like we've been in an off season for a while as Edmonton mm -hmm. since we got knocked out in the second round, and then it naturally kind of dies down. But 
um, yeah, it's definitely been more active now. You love to see it. Yeah. All right. So we kind of talked about this before uh, we recorded, but not very much. So you got to tell us the whole point behind this having a a clean channel, because all of a sudden Edmonton has a channel that's just clean is the title. And I assumed it meant no swearing, and then someone like immediately dropped an f bomb in it, and I was like, All right, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. <laughs> so Edmonton uh, also pulled off a couple of trades, both before, during, and after the draft. And in one of those trades, we got clean Andre Kostitsin, um, and clean. Andre is one of my favorite characters on the site. Um, everything that he says and posts and throws in Discord is all in like ridiculously broken Russian kind of English. Um, and the whole story behind his character is that he's searching for his brother, who's also named Andre Kostitsin. And looks exactly like him. <laughs> and the only difference is that he's clean. <laughs> what? So, the only thing that you'll see in that clean channel is that emote, basically, of his face. <laughs> it's totally nonsense, but I love it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> that being said, I'm gonna go send that email right now. Yep, <laughs> I use same. it to react to everything. I'm so glad that we have that emote in our channel now. <laughs> Did this email? It's applicable to everything. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty great. <laughs> um, we also picked up Satoshi Zigazuni. Uh, to shore up our um, lack of defense, considering uh, Keegan's character died as soon as we exited the playoffs this year. Really? <laughs> um, and then we also picked up Leon. I don't remember his last name. It's like Anthony Cu, I think. Um, so yeah, like, Boom and Minnesota just came in, made a bunch of trades, made a bunch of changes right away, and I think Edmonton looked kind of weak last season. Like, they didn't look bad. Obviously, they got to the second round of the playoffs, but it was definitely a down year. Um, And I think they did a lot to shore up a lot of weaknesses. I'm pretty happy with what they're doing. I think it's always good to get a couple fresh new lines in, and especially, you know, with Boom taking on the GM role and Soda taking on the, the co, I'm sure they both kind of want to leave their mark. And so I'm excited to see how these trades and moves all pan out. Yeah, and bringing in someone like Clean Andre, I, I view that as more of kind of like a mascot character. So it's just 
a good locker room presence to have. For sure. And like a shared joke that you can all be part of. I and like I the... really enjoy having those kind of characters around. I do like being part of shared jokes that are not at my expense. <laughs> I, I'm pretty excited to see what Edmonton can do this year. And then next year, uh, most of us should be up. So that'll be an exciting season for completely separate reasons. Yeah, if I don't get a cup my first season, I'm demanding more money. <laughs> <laughs> I... I don't know if that's how it works. I feel like if you didn't get a cup, you lose a lot of your leverage. I mean... I... <laughs> you just gotta win all of your face-offs, Ryan. That's all I do, apparently. I mean, segue into the next topic. I'm literally just playing for Germany because I win face-offs. Yeah, you're actually playing in both the WJC and IIHF. So you've been busy. Yeah. You get around, Ryan. Yeah, I'm just confused how (laughs) I'm doing it. Like, You're all over the place. I've got to have multiple disguises for this shit. And the good thing is that you made it out of groups in both. You're having quite the off season. Yeah, it's been busy. I uh <laughs> I've been looking in Dodge. So in WJC I'm actually uh tied with like seven people for goals. It's like the third or fourth in goals. Because okay. a bunch of people have six goals. <laughs> so yeah. So you're so... doing better both than both of us then. Mewtwo My character's has... been like non-existent. Oh yeah, Mewtwo has eleven goals, and I have six. So right now I'm tenth, but that's just because my name starts with M, I assume. <laughs> yeah, I think I have two points, and they're both assists. But I have been pretty solid defensively, so that's kind of what I built my character for in the Jays this year. Mm-hmm. Been pretty rough for uh for Lev this. This offseason, he, uh, he's only had five shots on goal with a zero shooting percentage and one assist. So I don't know what kind of playing time he's getting or what his line is like, but yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to build up all my bad luck for the WJC and then, you know, turn it all into good luck during the regular <laughs> season. You're, uh, you're playing for your car call, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's averaging about 10 minutes a game, almost 11. Uh, you guys barely squeaked by today too I'm not going to lie I was pretty worried I thought Yukorko was going to actually uh, knock us we lost to you guys I think pretty early on and I was like man Lucas is going to do better than us <laughs> not this time our group was pretty close Till the last day, I think gaps kind of widened in the last day of game, the last day of games. But I think before the last day was played, just about any team could be in or out. Yeah, 
Oh, you're on. I, I was like looking. I was like, your group was almost an auto win, but no, you're on British Isles now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you guys yeah. did a good, pretty good run. So it looks like Dutch, British Isles, United States, and New Cork will made it out of Group A. Yep. Sweden, Finland, World, and North America made it out of Group B. Yep. Wow, we're all in Group A. Yeah, sucks for you guys that you won't get the gold. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I could make predictions for the WJC, I'd well, I'd be more comfortable. That's for sure. <laughs> But instead, yeah. I had to make predictions for the IIHF, and I trusted Stephen. <laughs> and that was a fucking mistake. <laughs> now, let me just say, so I was the co-GM of Great Britain. I started this season. I'm still kind of stumbling my way through it. We started out terribly. I think we started out one and three. And you only get 12 games. So, like, was not a good start. And we missed groups last season. Um, so people desperately wanted to make it out of groups because Great Britain has a pretty, pretty proud record in the IHF. Um, lots of medal finishes. Um, so it came down to actually the very last game um we won both of our games in the last day it put us at 20 points and we had germany and united states both at 17 but they had to play each other twice um and germany ended up taking both of them so usa was the odd man out and uh we were able to round out the group in the fourth place spot to get ourselves into the playoffs, ending at seven five seven and five um, after starting one and three. So I'm pretty happy with how we finished. Made some adjustments and it worked. Yeah, I'd be pissed yeah. if I was USA. Dude, I would too. Because I feel like USA has zero excuse to not make it out of groups. Literally everyone and their mother makes a character in USA. They should just have their pick of the litter for a top team in the IHF. Um, I know as soon as I say that, I'm probably going to get Thunderdomed. <laughs> but <laughs> I I haven't put any research into it, but I feel like that, that has to be the case. Like There's so many people that create for USA. They literally have a higher goal differential than the two teams above them in the standings. They had the most goals scored in the entire tournament. Yeah, well, sucks to suck sometimes. Yeah. Well, I mean, cool. we beat them both times, so I was pretty confident that we would beat them on tiebreakers. Yeah, see, I, I let Soda and you just influence my uh metal decisions so i have japan and great britain as my gold silver 
So <laughs> I basically that's gonna be a rough one. Yeah, I'm just not getting TP out of this. That's what I've come <laughs> to accept. I think I have sweet. The good thing is third. The good thing is is that the IHF um and the WJC. Uh the entire playoffs is just single elimination, so really anything can happen. Round robin is the actual hard part. Cause is it, is it you have twelve game? games. You said single elimination. Is it? It's just one game, or is it a series? It's just one game. Well, I guess that's probably what single elimination means. That is. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the round robin. You have twelve games, and if you don't do well in those twelve games, you just don't get to go to the playoffs. So just a couple of unlucky games, and you're on the outside looking in. Like the U.S. God, wow, fucking savage over there. <laughs> um, but yeah, Group A for the IHF was ridiculous. Like Norway got first with 25 points, and then USA is at fifth with 17. So eight points is really not a lot in international play since you get three points for a regulation win. So there's three points between or three games between first place and being out of the playoffs. That's what happens when you have 12 games to play. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Group A was a lot tighter than Group B. It was so hard. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm I'm really happy we made it out of groups, and we're pretty confident with our chances in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so are you guys up uh, against uh, Norway? Yep. Okay. The the other hard thing about the round robin stages is that you have a lot of back to backs, so it's really hard to plan out games um, to where you'll be able to play your best characters on high stamina versus other the other team might not be on a back-to-back, -back, so they can play their fresh characters. It, it was a lot more difficult than I expected it to be. Like, with the Jays during the regular season, you can go on, like, a six-game losing streak, and it doesn't really matter. Then here you lose two games and you're pushing the panic button. I mean, you guys lost five and you made it, so that was pretty. Yeah, barely. <laughs> yeah. And we lost three of them right in the beginning. Yeah, that's where I would have been worried. Yeah. We didn't give us we didn't give ourselves very much wiggle room at all. But, you know, we just wanted to put ourselves at a handicap, see if we could do it. We did. All right. So along with you in Germany, Sweden and Norway are in your group. Group B, Canada, Finland, Chech Chechia, 
and Japan. Czechia and Japan all made it out. So Canada didn't make it last time, right? We were all pretty shocked about that. Yeah. Yeah, both Canada and Great Britain didn't make it out of groups, and everyone was... That was the shocker of IHF last season. And now Canada went 9-3-0 and zero this time. Yeah. Yeah, they really course-corrected, um, which I think United States is do a pretty similar kind of thing next season. But objectively, I think Group B was easier than Group A. I think if Canada was in Group A as well, then we would have had like an entire group within five points, pretty much. Yeah, I couldn't even imagine having... I mean, Canada looks like they're a really strong team, so if they were over Group A, I feel like, yeah, it could have been... Could have been a lot tighter than it was, even. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the playoffs, hoping that we can get ourselves to the medal rounds. I'm liking our chances. Shoot for that silver. <laughs> We're shooting for that gold. Well, that I don't doesn't... care about your TPE. Fuck you. <laughs> Speaking of TPE, I just want to remind anyone that's actually listening that uh, we are sponsored by Fantasy TPE. Fantasy TPE, it's a good thing. <laughs> Speaking of, Fantasy Drafts just started. Uh-huh, so um, exciting. How's, how's your guys' going? I got one pick in so far. I also yeah. have one pick in so far. Where are you guys at, and who'd you grab? I'm sixth, and I grabbed uh, Nicholas Owens. It's not bad. I am sitting fourth in line, and I grabbed uh, defenseman Keith Lee for my first pick. It's almost my second pick, so I got to start thinking about who I'm going to take here. Okay. What about you? I actually got the first pick again, uh, so I <laughs> I picked Lyle Odeline the third. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah. I I feel like he, it has to be the wrong choice eventually because he is in regression, I believe. But I mean, he's gotten first in fantasy TPE the last two seasons, so you really can't draft or you can't pass him up first overall. Yeah, so he didn't go first in mine. He went second. Yeah, if I was the second person in that group, I would be laughing at the first person. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just a kind of a case of overthinking it. There's an obvious first choice, and you kind of just have to take it, in my opinion. Yeah, I, when I saw... It's what Mitchell Vander Hedgden. Yeah, he's the obvious second choice. So I don't I don't think it was too much of an incorrect choice. I just do think it was the incorrect choice. Yeah. Keith Lee went pretty he went fourth. And I don't 
I had Keith Lee last season, and he was fucking phenomenal. And I was like, oh, man, I definitely would have picked him up if he was there. He had a good season last season. I feel like he's on the rise. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like he might be a little bit of a trap this year, but I could be wrong. Because yeah. I think L.A. is really looking at a down season this season. That's Which fine. could be good for a defenseman. Um, but I feel like he was much more of a balanced defenseman. So if he's not scoring the goals or getting the assists, then his point production is going to suffer a little bit. Yeah. I think if Poroshenko's still up when it gets back to me again, I can take him. I know he's in regression, but God, the hits were just there. <laughs> Yeah, I think he's pretty constant. He's going to be right up near the top 10 pretty much always, especially being on Chicago. We got the last, uh, we're right now, we're waiting on our last person. Uh, I have alcohol from that was on stream actually for the draft. He's the eighth, so he's going to get two picks. So there's three picks between when I get to pick again. So I don't know if he's going to be there. I feel like he's pretty obvious choice for someone to take. Yeah, you're probably right. The only thing I don't like about being first pick, and I know it's going to sound like first world problems here, but I have a really long time until my next pick. Because I've got to wait for like the whole draft order twice. Yeah. I mean... It's hard to even formulate a strategy because, like, similar to drafting, like, you're like, wait, how is this guy even still here? Why is no yeah. taking him? Like, <laughs> but I'm, I'm happy to get another round of fantasy going, and hopefully, I can make it three in a row here. God, grab just... my spot among the top of the class. Yeah, man, go for gold. <laughs> I need you to aim for silver, Stephen. I'm not. I'm not gonna get my hopes up because my fantasy is looking pretty stacked. We've got Aka, Olaf our goalie, who came first last season in his fantasy. Uh, Luke. We got Kath. Uh, those are the only names I recognize, but they all sound pretty intimidating. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like you've got some some high finishers there. At least people that at least somewhat know what they're doing. Right. So I'm not going to get my hopes up. I'm going to go and try to get another one TPE. <laughs> I feel like you did pretty good your last season, especially for being your first fantasy season. I wasn't upset. I mean, I can jump on the fantasy TPE train. <laughs> Yeah, you're, about it. you're uh you're grabbing on that back railing, but you're on it. <laughs> yeah. We'll see if I can <laughs> hold on this season. I mean, um, you did better than we did in our first, so. Yeah, yeah, my first season was terrible. Um, and then I think the last thing that we have to touch on here is the the Reddit recruitment drive. Um. The actual recruitment post was put up today, and it was pretty obvious, because <laughs> a 
we got a lot of new creates within a couple of hours after that post. Um, I still think it's not really as much as I was expecting, as much as people were hyping it up, but there's still time. Yeah, I was definitely uh, thinking when they were talking that we were going to have like a hundred person class or something. <laughs> and yeah. like, at, I don't know. We've had 70 or 80 person classes before, right? So, like, this doesn't seem. I mean, granted, we still have all week for this to get there, but. Yeah. And I feel like there's definitely. It'll pick up in the next couple of days. Because as word gets out that we're close to the draft, I feel like more creates start showing up. It's really hard to stay engaged weeks before the draft. Yeah, I feel that. But yeah, still, I think... So last season, we had a lot of DFA creates. So we had a lot of people here from, like, right from the trade deadline. Um. This season, I don't think we had very many DFAs. So, pretty much all of the draftable users are from the last week or so. Yeah, I went to look for DFAs, and I, I think they've, if they were there, they've already been moved back to the prospects. They're not sitting on teams yeah. anymore. But... I feel like it was less than 10, though, and which is surprising because I think we had four just on our team last season. Or not last season, but the season before that. Yeah. Yeah, and we had yeah, we had Moose, right? No, we didn't have Moose. He was in our locker room. God. <laughs> we did have Issa. We had Dobby Hinskinen. Um, Doug Glatt. I think we had one other one too. Yeah, I'm excited to get some new recruits in to Vancouver. I, yeah. I get to look draft really time's cool. always fun. Yeah, you get to look cool <laughs> all over again to a bunch of newbies. Till they catch on like two days later. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. Be... Um. Go ahead. I think it'll be good to get the new blood. Like I don't, I feel like our locker room's just been hasn't actually stopped pumping even after we got knocked out of playoffs. So having just yeah. a few new faces in there, sure. Like I'm happy about it. For sure. I'm. I'm yeah. looking forward to it. I'm pretty bummed that we're losing, uh, like Narboza and stuff. Uh, you know, I think he's probably one of my favorite characters on the site <laughs> that I've met but he isn't necessarily super like locker room active just because there's like a time difference there yeah and it is it's just the circle of life right it'll be us soon yep yeah so I think next week we'll be able to talk about the expansion draft the Jays draft um, and how we're looking with the the upcoming season. Yeah. We'll have plenty to talk about. 
yeah, I'm sure we'll throw some things in here or there. Uh, but yeah, so is that all you got? Yeah. All right. Well, then, from all of us at Wheel Snipes Ellie, stay hockey. Thank you.